Hi, good morning, or afternoon, or evening. From the cast cast, we're coming to you. I'm coming to you the morning after. Beyonce did not win album of the year for Renaissance, so <sighs> that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm Jess. I'm Ella. <laughs> I'm Ilsa. And we're here today not to talk about Beyonce. We're here to talk about episode seven of the sixth season of Supernatural mm-hmm. called Family Matters. This episode aired on November 5th, 2010. Oh, I nice. didn't notice okay. that. Everybody. 10 everybody years. Be fucking cool for one second. <laughs> right 10 years it before. was written by guy norman b no, which is a it was directed crazy sounding name it was directed by him yeah all right whatever and then <laughs> it was written by andrew dab and daniel laughlin oh okay. i should have known those scoundrels were in there i should have known <laughs> <laughs> locations are calumet city illinois and lansing michigan okay everybody lansing <laughs> Obviously, was in a song by, ooh, ooh. you know, sixty nine um, love songs. It's in one of those songs. He says something about Lansing. Oh, so that's what I know. Uh, about Lansing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Magnetic, magnetic waves. Magnetic. The magnetic fields. fields. There we go. Yeah, we figured it out. Good song. Good team. And if you're curious about that, you should go listen to sixty nine love songs because it's pretty good. Gorgeous, gorgeous music. I'd love that he snuck the 69 um, in there and then it's just like a beautiful sentimental album. Exactly. Sometimes it's a little silly. Ayo. Before we get into the episode, we have a mailbag. This is from a beloved anonymous sender. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to read it. Okay? Okay. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anonymous says, I'm just listening to Cass' song right now, and I'm too late for the season wrap-up, but sending y'all another rambling ask with my thoughts anyway, because I just love thinking and talking Cass, which I think we can all, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. Feel that. So the first thing I wanted to say was that I don't really think Dean's making fun of him with that isn't he an angel comment. I think he's just being, like, incredibly fond. Maybe me projecting, though, LOL, because he's just so adorable in that scene. This is also definitely a Sam transgression for me because he specifically points out that Cass is, by the language of the show, essentially human and then tells Dean to ditch him for Lisa. Cass needs a friend. He used to exist in the world with angel abilities within angel society and now he's just lost all that and he needs support. They don't know he's going to die and then get powered up again. Also, side note, this is why I don't like readings that Sam is aware of Dean being into dudes because it reframes uh, how a few moments such as this one as being hom- homophobic. Also agree that the framing of Sam's stuff with regard to the demon blood, etc., is dumb. Like there is, the like, like there were two specific seals that had to be broken in specific ways and Dean broke the first one and Sam the last. Like they're equally responsible for this and also the thing that actually turned out to be bad was killing Lil- Lilith, which Dean also wanted to do. Sam was just the one who succeeded. So... Anyway, Say that. back to Cass, my mm-hmm. beloved. I absolutely adore when he says, you don't need to be mean. He should say that more <laughs> often and they should stop being mean to him, please and thank. <laughs> also, absolutely blew my mind with the 
this is where he learns the I'll go with you way of loving someone that for real took me out. I'm so, and then um, colon parentheses, but like a bunch of parentheses because they're really sad. <laughs> um, I do think him choosing to go back to heaven isn't really him isolating himself in the way that Dean is like, Dean is his friend for sure and someone very important to him, but like being an angel and being part of angel society is actually also really important to him. Like it's something he is willing to give up for a cause he believes in. But that is a sacrifice, you know. He's been alive for a very long time and he hasn't known Dean for very long at this point. Mm. Suicide content warning. Another Sam aside, with regard to talking about people liking this ending for Sam, I haven't seen a lot of Sam girls, gender neutral, talk about a lot about wanting Sam to get to kill himself in various ways that Dean, that does kind of weird me out a lot as someone who's struggled with those kind of thoughts myself. Like specifically the way people talk about 901, which I agree was super fucked up, by the way. But I do see some people saying specifically that Sam wanted to die and therefore Dean should have let him, which, woof, yeah. a lot to unpack there, you know. But the yeah. season five ending for Sam works poetically only if you think Sam was in the wrong in season four, which I personally don't. So it is at least supposed to be a tragedy, though, unlike the finale. Finale. Okay, I'm just about done. I promise what I want to say. <laughs> I am so excited for season six. So much going on here. Like, can't call it a good season, really, but I'm absolutely obsessed. The concepts are so great. Cast truly in his hot girl era. Also, I'm a Crociel girly, gender neutral, so all their stuff makes me go crazy. <laughs> I do also think it is a very bad season for Dean in terms of like, <laughs> existing relationships with other people. Like, I do think this season specifically does reinforce a lot of its issues around trust and control, which like is an ongoing back and forth over the seasons, but season six is a real setback IMO. Uh, Y'all talked a bit about Dean letting Sam make his own choices, but I think Sola Sam specifically really winds that back. Okay. Okay. I'm done. So sorry. This is so much. You definitely need to read all this. Just needed to empty my brain a bit. Thank you all so much for this podcast. Genuinely, I have such an incredible time listening to y'all talk about casting. It's really brought me a lot of joy over the last year. First of all, kiss for you. We love doing this podcast and we're glad that people like listening to it because it's very silly, but we love cast so much. (laughs) He's great, is the thing. And that's what we need to all mm-hmm. keep in mind, is that he is great. This Anon is great. Yes. Like, great point after great point after great point. Really, it just hit after hit after hit. You should get into posting. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. You're good at this. I feel like I like what they say about Sam, because I think it really ties into yeah. this episode specifically, because this yeah. episode is about how, like, yeah. Solus can't Sam can't be trusted to make his own decisions. Yeah. What they said about Dean as well, I also really have in my notes of just like he's been at the end of his rope like this whole time. And it's like it's just not it's really it's good. just not letting up. <laughs> but it is fun to watch. Um something else they said. He's clinging to that rope like by his little <laughs> by the tips of his fingernails he's holding yeah. on <laughs> oh man but he's such a bitch about it yeah i i think that also what they said about Cass, like you know how being in heaven is obviously like really important to him and like that's so true like i i, I feel like we touched on that in terms of like there's a lot going on for him in regards to heaven and the other angels um so yeah, it doesn't make complete sense for him to just be like, "Okay, Dean, let's hang out instead." <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I think that, like you said, 
there are so many good points in here that I think this just stands on its own. Mm. I had to open it up because, like, and on you truly have a very good a, a set of very good points, but there were ten of these asks that all together, <laughs> like you sent us an essay. So I did have to read along. Um, there's there's so much here that I wish we could talk about. I wish we had this in the season uh, season five recap. That would have been yeah. awesome. I wish we did it then. But yeah, like you should get off and on, and then let us like post this so you can get recognition for your work. This is good. We can maybe consolidate it all into one into one post, post for you. Yeah, there yeah. we could do that. It's good. Definitely come off and on. I come off and on. Come chat to us. Are you a beloved mutual? I'm intrigued by you. How did you hear about the pod? Are you beloved mutual and secret? Be honest. Be honest. I know who you. I know there's something going on here. But I love what you said about uh, Dean and relationships because, like, uh, and trust and control because of what uh, season five Dean does, which is like recognize how important it is to actually let Sam make his own decisions and see him as a a grown-up. And then in this episode, we see him completely revert on that because Sam now doesn't have what he sees as a crucial part of being human. Um, which is, you know, arguably a fair point, but, um, and so therefore he doesn't get to have authority over himself anymore, mm. which is interesting. Anyway, yeah, good point. Good points guess, all it's around. It's like Dean Thank is kind of suspicious that that might, that is the case, and then Sam like proves it, and then Dean kind of is like, "Yep, just as I thought." You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're going in the zero agency bag. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's always in there. He's always in there. <laughs> oh, and then we have another ask. We have another ask that we need. To we talk sure about. do. This is from beloved Kai, airing on the Kai. edge of safe on Tumblr.com, who sent us images <laughs> <laughs> and asked, um, why does the trench make such a difference, though? Uh, and the images are one of Kaz in the black trench and one of mm-hmm. that they use for like season six promos um, and one of Kaz in his regular trench. Um, these season six promos are really like dark sided. Uh, <laughs> In what way are they dark-sided? I don't know. They look like the evil versions of the characters, like... Yeah, like, they look so strange. (laughs) (laughs) I like Uh, it. But Cass has... I mean, Cass, oh my god. Well, yeah. Anyway, Kai has photoshopped Cass back into his regular trench in the lower one, and it's like, yeah, that looks right. Yeah, that's a better shape. I don't know that other guy. The other guy, I don't know him, but I'm intrigued by him. And then this is my friend, Cass. Which, I mean, he's always welcome. Whenever I see photos like this, like, awkwardly posed, like, (laughs) meant to kind of be alluring, like, photos that obviously, like, they've had lights and, like, a photographer and, like, cameras and, like, you know, the whole point of the, these are in no way candid photos. I, like, look at them and I'm like, God... Must be so humiliating having to do photo shoots. <laughs> yeah, like oh 
Oof. And it's so funny how, like, I feel like they completely lose the essence of the character. Whereas, like, sometimes you see a photo that's been taken, like, on set when they're, like, in the same outfit. And your brain's like, that's them. Even though they're, like, smiling or talking yeah. or, like, acting slightly different than the character. You can be like, that's them. But this is not Cass. This is, like, Misha Collins I- in, like, this weird goth outfit. In this outfit. Office goth. I, I will say... <laughs> Like you mentioned the the like set photos, there is one photo of like I think Misha Collins has like his hand to his face, and then in the background Jensen Ackles is lying on Bobby's couch with his phone above him, like he's texting or playing a game or something. <laughs> and I was like, that is real. That's them. Yeah, it's funny, was, <laughs> especially yeah, like when they're on a it's set. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. You can use them as little bits of inspiration for how you see the show behind the show Mm. that was an insane sentence can someone please say something else so we can move on (laughs) i keep thinking every time i say something i'm like i'm gonna edit that out i'm gonna edit this out (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like i can just you gotta say you gotta say something you fucking believe in (laughs) you're happy to commit to wax cylinder here in the studio okay oh boy it's just hard thomas Ben Franklin didn't invent the phonograph for us to be editing out our right. precious thoughts. No, that's actually so true. Sorry. He did ben it Franklin. so that we can talk about Cass, frankly. Exactly. Um, exactly. And how it would be preserved till the end of time. I think you two are just like so smart and funny. And then I say something and I'm like, don't be mean to myself. you. You're funny. Well, better get smarter then. Better get funnier. <laughs> It's a skill issue, and you have the power to change that. Oh, don't come at me with your game at all. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. I'm gonna I don't understand go. your game code. Anyway, that's been the mailbag. Uh, now imagine me closing up the shutters of the post office. We've collected our mail. Of course, there are shutters in here. Christ. Yeah, locking up the P.O. box here. <laughs> Ugh, it's so we're, dusty. We're all done. We've read all the mail. Yeah, I'm gonna sneeze. Let's it's, go. It's not dusty in my post office. I keep it. I, I run a tight. <laughs> yeah, ship, I was gonna okay? say, why is it dusty? Then what's giving me allergies? Do you have a pot of plant in here, like a bad one? Again, that is a skill issue, and you have the power to change that. <laughs> what if there's a post office? Um. <laughs> anyway, I'm good with that. That was the intro in the mailbag of this episode of Cast Cast. <sighs> Let's get into uh, the episode. I would like to know from you, Jess, what is the cast count? Mm. The cast count is seven minutes and a couple of seconds, 22 seconds Mm -hmm. of gas. That's in this episode. Yeah. They're lucky they're seven good minutes or else I'd be a bit more angry. Raging. Mm. I'd be raging. Okay. Let's get serious. Are we going to talk about this bullshit episode or what? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. I, yeah, I really struggled to take notes um, because it was like those minutes the cast was there, I just wanted to write down everything he said. And then when he wasn't there, I was like, oh my God, there are so many people (laughs) that the show has met before, but we haven't met. And I was just like... I don't know about this, like, the lore of those people. Like, am, do we have to talk about Christian? Do we have to talk about Gwen? I, yeah. Literally, no, we don't. 
No. They're none of our <laughs> business, I feel like. They're, I mean, what are they to cast? Nothing. Sorry. Well, they really feel like none of our business because they have nothing going on. Like, uh, they have bitchery and, and like, family issues going on. That's it. Yeah, but it's that's like that's like saying that cake has like flour in it. It's like that it, they're in the supernatural show. Of course, they're like that, that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? They're nothing. Yeah, I yeah. So <laughs> hard to talk about this episode. I will say, just I've never <laughs> noticed this any other time I've been taking notes. I'm usually like, okay, and then and then, and these these ones are just like, what is happening? We have basically this is coming back to the season arc i guess or you know a large part of the season arc of the alpha like vamp which i guess is something they already knew about because they just kind of like yeah like <laughs> i is that that's something i think that happens in live free or twice right. hard yeah they're like correct yeah but we skipped over that um but we this is a fun episode in terms of we pick up right where we left off like, it's obviously that some time has passed, but not long. Um, And we unfortunately didn't see Dean, like, pray to Cass and then get back to the hotel. But we're still in, like, the thick of Sam, like, being unconscious, I guess, from getting beaten up so bad. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> he's waking up and we're in his POV. Um, Dean beat the shit out of him last beaten episode. so bad. Oh, funny how he didn't have a soul, which was um, interesting. <laughs> The show's evil. Uh, we got into it, I think. Um, and then, you know, we, we see Cass, like, straight off the bat, which is, you know, it should always be like this. After mm-hmm. Cass, like, checks Sam out physically, he kind of, something clicks and he starts asking him um, about whether he feels. And then he kind of realizes that, like, Sam isn't, like, feeling anything. And I thought that was really fun just because of, we talked about this a lot um, previously that, like, Cass says, you know, for the first time I feel and it's a conversation he has with Anna and it's kind of him and feeling is, like, a big, I don't know if it's theme or motif or whatever, but I, I really enjoyed that he was the one to kind of put that together because I don't think, like, Dean has really conceptualized it like that either yeah and then unfortunately um something else i think we also got into a couple episodes ago uh he then (laughs) he then fists sam's chest (laughs) to like touch his soul (laughs) um he's forearm deep (laughs) you know what he's forearm deep and uh i famously have sassiel blocked Uh like i don't mm -mm. But I will give him this episode because, as you said, he checked him out physically. Yeah, he fisted him. He he does touch him when he heals him, so that's a point to Zaciel. He doesn't always do that. That's I mean something for you guys. Sometimes he just does it without touching him. He just doesn't feel yeah. like reaching. Um, up. so it could have been anything, but they chose. Yeah, you know what? When someone has to look at someone's soul, they chose to the have... whole fist. Not a not a, not Get not, not like a palm, yeah. not like a finger. It's Mm-mm. it's really. It w- I actually think it would be weirder if it was a finger. Just like that, <laughs> you're fingering perky. my chest. I'm good. I'm actually out. <laughs> Knuckle deep in his chest cavity. I'd rather you didn't. I'd rather be. Fisted What's better? In chest. It's a real um. It's a real kink in the mythology that you have to do that when. <laughs> <laughs> if we had poles, if we had fucking poles, 
I, I could make a post that was like, what's better? Forearm deep in the chest cavity or knuckle deep in the chest cavity and have people vote. But I can't wait for us to get polls and you just wait. for the Castiel for the Cascon. Sorry to people who aren't to on post Tumblr that and are just question. like why are they so excited about the existence of the on? like uh, like the concept of a poll. We need polls. Oh, we could just we make a post so on bad. Twitter, couldn't we? Make a tweet, as they say. We could make a post on Twitter. We, we really could. We could do some microblogging <laughs> over there on that microblogging platform. If any listeners are not on Tumblr here, not familiar with the Tumblr ecosystem, shoot us a DM or an email and let us know like that you're out there. Okay? Yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> because I don't believe I don't believe that any of you are not familiar with our situation. I mean, at the I very like least, they've, they've Tumblr perused books. Tumblr in at least 2014. It was a very popular site for a long time. Mm. Yeah, so it is. Not all of us have loyalty, though, so I guess, you know. <laughs> I just couldn't thrive anywhere else. Specifically evolved for this <laughs> ecosystem. Right, exactly. There's nowhere else where you end up meeting people that you make a podcast with dedicated to one character. <sighs> We're normal. Like to be honest, I'm not. I'm not doing that shit on Twitter. <laughs> I'm really not. That's not happening. No. Okay, let's continue. Sorry, Ella, we interrupted you with bullshit. That's how we do it. I sometimes. was just thinking, like, oh, we're not even in the middle bit yet. I've not finished my job. Um. <laughs> so after the soul fisting again, it could have literally been anything. They are inventing the magic of this universe, and they decided on that. I, I've, we've got to find an interview with Sarah Campbell or something. They must have answered why the fuck they chose to do that at some point. It, maybe just because it like looks torturous. I don't know. Um, but yeah, then, you know, dun, dun, dun. He doesn't we have, have a soul. We have questions. <laughs> we have questions. We have doubts. Um, yes, thank you. We get a fun little shot for the Destiel crazy standees um, where they are <laughs> trying to like I guess <laughs> make Sam not hear them even though he's he's still in the room and they're not whispering but they are standing so close together I always remember that it cracks me up um, if you see like the wide shot it's like this massive room and they are centimeters <laughs> from each other inches this is how inches. they do this is normal bestie behavior mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what people do then you know, Sam's, like, already let himself free, but he's kind of just, like, acting cool. Dean's kind of just... He's, like, more upset now that he's got confirmation or, you know, that from Cass. Uh, and Cass starts asking more questions about, like, what he remembers from, you know, being let out of hell. And it's fun, though, because obviously Cass does know what happened, and that's, I think it's fun that, like, the first thing he does <laughs> that he's, like... Wait, you don't remember? Because <laughs> he's like obviously like sweating. <laughs> but Oscar's he's like, like you don't know. That's good. That's good for no particular reason. That's really good. <laughs> he's like, you're sure? He's like, I'm just, I'm just investigating, just ticking things off. Um, he's like, mm-hmm, interesting. Internally, he's like, fucking hell, holy shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's texting Crowley. It's like thumbs up emoji, thumbs up emoji. The one with the little breath. We're good. Up, it's like, whoo. <laughs> Crowley's like, who's this? 100, the okay hand. <laughs> Another thumbs up emoji. The smile with the uh, little sweat. Crowley's like, how did you get this number? <laughs> Cass replies, it's 666. 
yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm ruining the joke. No, sorry. It's just we're like three minutes in. Um, there is <laughs> the next part of the episode is. I guess the boys like drive all the way to Samuel, but then Cass like just pops in. Um, Samuel has a bunch of, I think like some of them are Campbells and some aren't. That's something that is in the Wikipedia. It says like that they're not all Campbells. So I guess they're just a gaggle of random hunters. Um, And they test Samuel to see like uh, if he has a soul, he does. And the bit when the bit to remember out of this, I guess, the bit that I always remember is when Cass says, uh, my true form is approximately the size of your Chrysler building. And then Dean says, all right, all right, quit bragging. And then they just like keep talking. Pretty I good. love that. I love that. After, like, the funny thing there that happens as well is that Samuel kind of just gives the illusion. Obviously, we do find out later that he like knew Sam didn't have a soul, but... The way he says it, it's so funny because he just kind of says like, oh, yeah, no, I just like kind of thought you were an asshole, but um, <laughs> you're a good hunter. Sorry. So like I just dealt with it. Um, Cass then is basically like, I've got to get out of here. Um, <laughs> when he says like that he's in a civil war and then Dean's like, you know, you've got to. Oh, I love this bit. Yeah. He's, what does he say? He's like, you've got to. Um, I haven't got the transcript open. You better find something to fix Sam or something. Yeah, and then um, Cass says, of course, your problems always come first. <laughs> I, like, I'm Get like, his yeah, ass, baby. Cass, get his ass. He's being so fucking rude to you. Perfect. I'm just going right. to speed run yeah. because, like, what the fuck is this episode? I believe in you. So, yeah. they allude to all this alpha plot that we have not covered yet. Um, We basically, like, Samuel also insinuates that, like, he doesn't trust Dean. It's like he saw those golf clubs and was like, this guy's no hunter, which is fair enough. Um, And then he... (laughs) I've got in my notes that, like, even though Dean is in this part of the episode, I'm really struggling to care. So, like, what does that tell you um, of the plot of this bit? (laughs) That's severe. If you guys understand Ella at all, you understand that's severe. (laughs) Something's wrong. Something's wrong with the... (laughs) <laughs> flavors going on um it was sam's idea not to tell dean like that that's what they were doing um obviously like there's a bit here where sam appeals to samuel being their family and dean rejects it says that he's not dad um and then he like <laughs> and he also like reiterates to sam that he has to like be open with him because it seems like he has no instinct um so he needs to like uh our add-on said earlier like he is kind of reinstating that like he needs to be in control of this um uh, which is yeah very on brand for and for both of them for even like solar sam to be like okay um <laughs> which is saying something like sure i guess um <laughs> they basically like do this big fucking um break into the alpha's house and then they you know drug him up with a bunch of dead man's blood and then they take him back to this like random like place and like put him in a cage and are, like, dripping, like, dead man's blood through his body, so he stays, like, out of it, I guess. Dean overhears that all... He goes and sees that they didn't kill the Alpha, but they told him that they killed the Alpha, but that all wraps up pretty quick. He then, you know, they confront Samuel, like, at that place. Uh, The Alpha is really fun. I kind of forgot about it. The actor has, like, a really great voice. I don't know Mm. if you guys also thought that. Totally agree. He just has, like, such a cool sound to his voice he's only in three episodes and we 
didn't cover the last one. And um, I don't think we're going to cover the next one because Cass isn't in it, which is sad. That sucks. Yeah. They separate cool people in here. He was in Live Free or Twy Hard and then he's in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Like, anyway. <laughs> that was just an aside because I was like, no, he's not in enough episodes. I don't like it anymore. I don't like it here. I'm kicking, I'm kicking at the ground dejectedly. I don't like this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he should be in more very cool voice, very good performance, very spooky. Um, it's Hold on. This dude's name is Rick Worthy. That rules. You are. It's so true. <laughs> he could have gone by Dick Worthy, so... Jesus, no, he couldn't have. Come on. Anyone could have, but yeah. No. It's fun that he chose not to. He gets a pick. Are you finished with this thing? No, I've got one more thing to say, Jessica. (laughs) You've been recapping for 45 minutes, girl. Oh my God, it's literally been five minutes. (laughs) That is too long for a recap. (laughs) Okay. Alright, um, and then we the two boys like talk to the alpha, and the alpha basically explains uh, that he's like, you know, where do monsters go when they die? And then the boys guess, well, Sam guesses purgatory. Um, they basically are like, like. Sorry, I've like just read my notes and I've like fucked up my um the part of your brain that like tells you how to say words. But I was like trying to read. You'll get there. My notes as I, I know that Take you a can breath. do this. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> Dean obviously wants to kill the alpha, and but because the alpha escapes, and then Sam doesn't. Like Samuel. Oh, that's I hate calling people by long names. Samuel doesn't. Um, which is a bit sus. But then we immediately find out why it's sus because Crowley. Shows up. Um, he basically explains that he wants to take over the real estate that is purgatory, and that he's now the king of hell. Um, great stuff. We love What's to up? see it. Promotion. He just promotion moment for like, my friend. Yep. I've been in control of him the whole time, and then even Gwen is like, "Oh my god!" And then obviously, just before we saw that uh, Christian Campbell, I guess her brother, like or something. Somehow related to her, uh, or he cousin. was actually a demon the whole time. Crowley says a family um, member. Yeah, which is a bit sus to me because it's like if he's a demon, how like where they're hanging out earlier, that's not guarded against demons. That's pretty like standard hunter stuff. But anyway, um, and then there's a really, I would say, cheap use of the Americana theme when <laughs> Samuel is like doing the family plea back to the boys, uh, which is. Somehow, like, it doesn't, it doesn't get, it doesn't 100% get through to Dean, but then he's just, like, they both kind of decide, okay, well, for the moment, I guess we just have to go along with this, find all the alphas or, you know, and give them to Crowley thing. Uh, but yeah, that was terrible. That was, okay, I was like, uh, you know, this time I'm just going to be a bit more off the cuff. I'm not going to write anything down. Bad idea. Bad idea. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Not doing that again. Um, <laughs> I liked it last time I did it. You two make it look so easy. You, you, <laughs> yeah. You two are both like, I don't have any notes. Here's this beautifully eloquent paragraph <laughs> about things that just happened. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, beautifully eloquent is not. That's inaccurate. I don't do stuff that way. Wow. Well, I simply speak 
Yeah, that's how I do it. You just say whatever, and you'll get away with Not it. Not to me. Mwah. Thank you. That's very kind. So, how do we feel, guys? Yeah, I wanted to quickly just get... The general vibes of this episode for me is, like, I don't think I've rewatched this, like, and paid attention. I think maybe the first time Mm-mm. I watched it, I obviously was paying attention, but... I did not care. I did not care about these other people that the show is kind of telling me to care about. How do you guys feel? Mm. I will say riveted, obviously, in the first seven mm-hmm. minutes when Cass is there. Mm-hmm. And then it's like exactly boring. And then the alpha vampire is there. Yeah. And I was like that dog that loves watching Henry Cavill. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was obsessed. Yeah. I love this guy. Oh, man. He should always be on TV. Yeah. <laughs> He's so fucking cool. No, that's a fucking monster. He should be on everybody's show. Yeah. He's doing it good. He's doing it good. Yeah. He could do... I mean, I'm not saying that Mark Shepard can't do Crowley. I'm just saying he could also do Crowley. Yeah. He could do anything he wanted to. He would bring a different vibe to it, but it's really fun to see him go, like... Back when your kind was huddling around fires. Like, yeah, yeah. He's got this gravitas. I was the thing I in the dark. I was the thing in the dark. Like, Hello? <laughs> Hi? Hello. Here's, let me yeah. theorize for a second. One mm-hmm. reason that he's so cool is that they didn't give him a name. They love to like name their villains. They all have first names, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. They're all like, yeah, this is Henry. Lucifer. <laughs> Yeah, and you know it's just I mean? some random, like, biblical name or, yeah. Right. They all have, like, fucking Twitter handles. And then this guy <laughs> is, like, very cool. No name. He just, like, is the alpha vampire. I feel like that's how you got to do it. If you're introducing something that's, like, as old as Older. humanity. Yeah. That's actually a really like, good point. That's really fun. I like that. You can't, like, turn around and be like, yeah, and also his name is Lestat, which I feel like is about <laughs> the level of naming the supernatural works at, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Crowley. Like, well, Crowley kind of makes sense to me. I like Crowley's whole thing with his name. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they can't all be Crowley types. And the alpha vampire definitely isn't. And he's fun to watch. And he's good on screen. He's one of those actors that I'm convinced you put him on screen with, like, anybody. And he's going to have, you know, the stage presence slash chemistry. Um... Mm. That is required to make Rick that Worthy scene interesting. Or Rick Worthy or Mark Shepard. Mark yeah. Shepard, I think, could did do. Did you it watch too, Magicians? I did a little bit, but I just checked out his IMDb, and apparently he's in there. Is he not the dean? He's the he's the principal. He's a headmaster or whatever. Dean. He's the dean. Of the what? Dean. Sorry, yeah. I think like my sound <laughs> cut out. No, sorry. He's sure? the dean of the Magic University. <laughs> the Break uh, Bills. The Magicians. Break Bills, oh. sorry. Excuse me. Well, that, isn't that Sarah Gamble's show? Yeah. Oh my god, of course it is. She must have snatched him up. She saw him in the season. She said, I'm remembering your number. I'm keeping that in my little book. Thank you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair. Good job. He I'll really this, feels Sarah. like someone who has been alive since, um, as the Super Wiki likes to describe it, four question mark 
time, <laughs> like <laughs> instead of a year. Um, he also has like uh, slightly different powers to regular vampires. Like he's obviously way stronger. And then he has like these like retractable claws. He like uh, can like telepathically communicate with all of his like children. Which is that new law? Like we haven't heard that yet. I think right. Um, new to us, new to us, but um, I think in Live Free Try Hard, Dean gets a little bit of a vision, and then when he's here, some of the vision flashes back to him. Oh, okay, cool. I have that in my notes. I have what's going on with these visions because <laughs> I could not remember and I did not look it up. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, I could be wrong, but that's my that's my inference because I don't. I pl- I paid very little attention to this episode. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Today I was watching it and I was like, <sighs> hard to care about any of of these characters except the three I'm not supposed to, like, root for. Yeah. So. I feel like as well, the episode doesn't give the appropriate stakes to, like, all of the deaths that seem to happen when they go to the alpha vamp. Like, you see Dean, like, see all these bodies and some of them are vampires and some of them are just, like, the hunters that came with them and way less hunters leave. And it's, like, it's just given no time (laughs) and and they don't discuss it. And then even, like, at the end when the alpha vamp kills that other hunter that was there, he, like he's not even named right like he's just some dude and it's just it, i it has no gravitas which is that's the problem with yeah. extended families there's always some guy there that you don't know and you don't know what his name is and if he <laughs> dies well <laughs> yeah dean calls it like a family barbecue or something at one point and it's like yeah that's that is what it feels like it's like your second cousin's like partner right and you're it's getting like you're the most you're getting dude. introduced to people and you don't know who is actually family and who married them like who married into this family i don't know i just i'm just <laughs> meeting people yeah it shouldn't feel like that especially from the, like the family show like and also yeah how do you guys feel we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet really how do you guys feel about like samuel's um return to the show or like revival (laughs) his resurrection um like do you guys have any strong opinions on it i have a strong i have a strong opinion Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's how i feel about it you say hate it i'm making a fart noise i'm making a fart noise yeah I'm making so it many just sounded, right now. It just sounded out <laughs> like your microphone sounded earlier. So I, I just I, I just realized you guys wouldn't be able to hear it because Discord's audio won't pick it up. But luckily, <laughs> I'm recording it otherwise. So you're, you'll get to hear this later. Okay. I feel okay. like I'll cut all this confusion out of the. It of sucks. The Why is he there? They're misusing the Campbells in a way that is so annoying to me. And I don't watch yes. the Winchesters, and but I bet that that happens there too. So I don't like that. Well, okay, I will say that I didn't have a strong memory of like Samuel in this season. Um, when I started watching, like when I've been watching the Winchesters, and even like because this is the first time I've seen him, I have just seen him in the Winchesters, and he's very different to me. Um, especially the way he treats Mary, I feel like is quite different from even in in the beginning. Um, but there seems to be some real fuckery going on in that show. So I literally don't think we have to worry about that until they conclude it and we can like figure out what is even happening in that whole universe. Do you know what I mean? Like at this point, it's like, 
it could be on purpose and really smart. It could be on purpose and really dumb. It could be completely on accident and really the smart. The second one. Yeah. The second one. Um, uh, hey, Jess, I think this is your cue to say how, how little you care about the Winchesters. This is mm. your moment. This is when you usually do it. Like, do I have to? Everybody knows. <laughs> I was already trying to get away from it because I was like, we don't have to talk about it. You're right. <laughs> You're right. No, the thing I I'm tr- I do want to say, though, is the thing that made all those uh, episodes... And I think it it stopped being as effective by, like, the third one where they go... They go back three times, right? To the 70s, or twice. Twice? Twice, twice, twice right? I think okay. Dean meets them in the past, and then... Right. Both of them. And then they both go back. Yeah. But he's right. only Okay, never mind. Because he's okay. dead in the other one. Yeah, well... Um, I, I just need to say that the thing that made that work was, like, inference you could figure out from context the context how uh, Mary's life worked and mm-hmm. you could see why she wanted out and um when they fill in those gaps they often do something that is less interesting than the vague parallel to Dean or Sam as the case may be so i don't know it just it it, it loses mystery in the season and it gets, it becomes, I think if, if they discovered the Campbell cousins and maybe like tried to figure out a relationship with them apart from um, Samuel, that could be interesting. But this yeah. is nothing to me. Like there's, yeah. they're reaching back in a way that I really don't, I'm not interested by. Yeah, and also, like, something that I thought of when I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's been, like, promised, basically, that, like, is it just Mary that will get brought back to life? Like, that's his motivation, right? Like, he I thinks think... that that's what's going to happen if he helps Crowley. I think, I think so. I can't, I can't quite recall. I won't lie. It's either yeah, that Yeah, like, I Mary haven't looked Deanna. it up. Yeah. Well, um, it's either that it... or it's Mary and Deanna. I can't remember. Yeah. I think as well, like, I think because the audience doesn't know that yet, his kind of, uh, his motivation right now feels so flat to me. Like, he just sucks. And so I, and I'm I'm just, he's not charming enough or whatever for me to be, like, intrigued. I don't know if that's mm. just, like. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing about him that's, like, compelling, to be honest. He's just, like. That's what I'm, yeah. Sucks. Like, yeah. he's not even, like, <laughs> funny. Yeah. He's just like, ugh. Yeah. He's just there and mean and I don't know. Like, I think Mitch is doing, like, a good job. It's not like he's a bad actor. I think it's in the writing. No. No, the script does very little it's just it. There's nothing yeah. about his character yeah. that's like, wow, I wish I knew more about this guy. Yeah, exactly, like, yes. It's just that, like, he's a hard ass and, like... <sighs> There's like nothing. There's like nothing there to him. He and like for plot reasons, he can't. Yeah, he can't have these like interesting conversations. Even at the end, it's like he's just like you know, I'm your grandpa, and like that's as far as it can go because it's like he can't say right what his motivation is, so they don't know. Yeah. Um. Also, like something that I was thinking about was like he is like one of the only characters who gets, like, resurrected in this particular way, right? 
Like other characters, yeah, by hitching a ride. Like, what is that? Yeah, and 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 also like, because we see other characters obviously come back to life to like in a bunch of different ways. Um, like obviously the two boys, but then like and Cass, who you know it's for core plot reasons. But then there are like side characters like Rowena or whatever who like get brought back. But this resurrection is so boring because it's like okay, he popped back, yeah, and he's just like being a hunter like he just popped back like what 40 years in the future and he's not like stoked to be back alive like it's it's not like a part of his character really like sam makes an allusion to him being like excited by velcro and not understanding phones but it's like you know it's he should be like having a ball right like i don't know it's just yeah. it's very weird that they just ignore that kind of i don't know Hmm. It's just, like, I shouldn't be compelled by this because it's one of my favorite things, which is, like, a man with a tragic backstory who's kind of sad. I love that. I can't get enough of that shit. Except for that there's nothing fucking there. Like, yeah. Look, maybe we will change our tune. Like, he's in a lot more episodes. I will... Wait, no. I won't change my tune because I've seen... I've done the cast watch of this season before and I wasn't compelled then and I won't be now. I, I just said he's in lots more episodes, but he's in three. Um, oh, Cage T. Oh my God, is that the next one we cover? I believe so. Is it oh not? Oh my God. 610? Okay. <laughs> okay. Can we talk? Sorry. Can I just say, when Dean initially shows up there with Sam... And he sees the guy with the stupid jacket and he's like, hello, Newman. I would kick his ass if some guy walked up to me and went, hello, Newman. I would lose my mind. I would be like, what fuck is- you. <laughs> what is that a reference to? I didn't get it. Oh, Ilsa, it's from, this, it's from Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It's, pro- so it's like the, the stickers burn someone who's like, what is it, Jen? <laughs> um... X, X can give Gen X, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get it. I'm not old. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it's it. It's just it's disrespectful. Is yeah. the thing. <laughs> Newman, it's very disrespectful. Newman is like would you Newman is like the catch of the universe of Oh, ew. Or he just sucks. What? Ew. Never mind. He's Jerry's like nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> well then I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. It's no, it's fun because Jerry also sucks, so it's Oh, thing. he does, but in a specific way. Yeah, Jerry's no hero. No it's way. just that, like, no. he hates Newman. <laughs> he might as well have spat his face. Stupid. Um, can we talk about Cass, please? I've been dying to talk about Cass please, all day. Let's can we? circle back to the perfect seven minutes and a couple seconds that exist at the start of the episode. 22, sure. I believe. It's so great. Yeah. First of all, I love when Cass is there at the start of an episode because it, that actually doesn't happen that frequently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, like he's there entrance, from the jump. He's, he's actually the first thing that you see because he's like up in Sam's face as he's like coming to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's correct. And he's just like cracking me up during this episode because I'm like, dude, you are, you're in far, like way, way too deep. Like you gotta <laughs> stop hanging out with the Winchesters if you're also gonna be <laughs> lying to them constantly. Yeah. Like, oof, that's not good. I mean, I think he made some bad calls, I would say. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I was saying earlier, like, I wish we saw him rocking up and Dean praying to him. Because, like, you can just imagine the state that Dean was in. Um, so I'm a bit sad we didn't see that. Uh, but I like it's It's alluded to, so that's all right. I can take that. I can put that in my bag. 
I I would like to because what happened in between last episode and this episode is that Sam sorry Dean stopped beating Sam up tied him to a chair poorly because Sam got loose very quickly um um, that also made me laugh because I'm like, are we insinuating that because he's soulless, he's better at getting he's out just of better? restraints than if he than if he had a soul? See, like, the soul can be restrained. Well, I think he like is he's in like the kind of manipulation mode. Like he wants to like, you know, puppy dog eyes Dean out of the situation. Um, because he well, doesn't want to get I, beat up again. Again, and I admire I admire this. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't. He didn't wait, put him in a wait. chair there. He got him all the way back to the hotel. They were like in that basement thing, or like in the, in the okay. Mansion. My bad. So he okay. So he beat. Stop beating him up. Put him in the car. Put him in a chair in the motel. All right. And then he called Cass, presumably very angrily, and Cass came down and said, "What? Like, I'm kind yeah. of busy. What? What's happening? Like, are you good?" He saw Sam tied up and he was like, oh, fuck, my number's up. I'm dead. This dude's <laughs> gonna fucking kill me. Never yeah. mind that Dean can't actually do it. He's just like, you know when your friend, <laughs> you did something wrong and your friend's gonna find out and you're like, fuck. You're like, oh. He's oh, fretting. Oh. He's really he, He's sweating it, I would say. He's concerned. Mm. And then he's he goes, at some point, to Sam, is he speaking in tongues? Are you speaking in tongues? I love that line. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Um. Uh. Also, Ella, what you were saying about Cass asking if he has feelings is like so, so good because I was like, oh yeah, because the whole thing of like not having of like Cass's whole deal is that everybody's mad at him because he doesn't like feel everybody by everyone mm-hmm. Dean. <laughs> Dean Dean was angry at him because he like, doesn't have the right feelings and it's like because angels don't have souls um, which I think is just like kind of interesting uh, that wait first I'm of gonna all, lose my it's mind kind of why would silly you point that out to me? <laughs> it's like kind of silly in like the supernatural way of Things get very silly when they start talking about souls on Supernatural because they're yeah. like, yeah, the only way that you could feel is by having a soul, which is just, like, goofy. Yeah. Um, Thank you. I but can... it is, does a lot for me in terms of cast being, like, for the first time I feel and it's like, uh-oh, what's happening? What's happening yeah. to, to Castiel? So. And it's, like you said, like, the show, I think it does a really pissful job at, like, explaining exactly what the lore of a soul is like even when the alpha vamp is describing what happens to monsters um that gets so messy especially when you like have characters like benny and garth and like just the monsters they come across who Mm. still have like this kind of humanity like no one could look at garth and be like this guy doesn't have a soul anymore because he's a monster like he's soulless you would never describe garth that way yeah and Mm. and also Mm. like just in when when dean had been turned into a vamp he hadn't lost his soul and so it's like okay so Mm. these monsters have have souls but that's the thing that's why Cass wants purgatory and carly wants purgatory is because of all the untapped souls in there so monsters inherently have souls 
but it's it's just crazy. It's like they have souls, but angels don't. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what is the actual? I difference? think I have to. I have to tell you something. I don't think angels have souls, but I do think the soul equals feeling things. No, the soul equals feelings thing is uh like heaven propaganda. I think that's mm. why Anna. I mean, every every last one of the angels feel things. But yeah, when like Anna, Lucifer, like yeah, yeah, like when Anna talks to to Cass about um him feeling for the first time, or recognizing his feelings for the first time, or whatever, she clearly knows what she's talking about and has for a while. She makes a bunch mm. of impulsive decisions based on her feelings. I just think she's kind of epic, and we should talk about her more. <laughs> But, we but, talked about Anna a lot. I know! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I just think she's cool! Um, I just think that that there is a lot there. When, when we talk about how much they fumbled the ball, we can also talk about how very fun it is that they fumbled, the, fumbled it, because it opens up so many possibilities for the internal workings of, like, various... Um, I don't want to say institutions, but like power structures in the universe. Yeah. But mostly it is them doing bad job at writing. So I think that like something that happens with genre shows is that they are obviously influenced by other genre shows. Like, yeah. you know, in a million ways, this show is so similar to Buffy or, and then Buffy is so similar to like other, like things like Xena or whatever, you know, like they, they build on the genre as it goes. Mm. And mm-hmm. I... It's funny that, like, like, if anyone who's watched Buffy or Angel, like, the soul lore in that universe is messy, but it is so much more clear than this um, because they don't have the problem of, like, uh, angels and demons and stuff. Um, yeah. They do have monsters, but it's, like, monsters are, like, creatures and they do have souls, like, so that's, like, completely different. But it's funny yeah. what happens to Sam um, is very similar to what happens when... Um, somebody doesn't have a soul in the Buffy universe and I wonder if like that was something that they were thinking about when they were writing it because it's so similar and I'm sure there's a lot of other media obviously that deals with people losing their souls or whatever that means but it just it's so similar to Buffy in my head like (laughs) you become completely selfish you don't think about anyone else's feelings you know you become basically like a, a combination of all your like worst uh aspects basically like and they always describe mm. it as like no conscience and it doesn't necessarily mean that you are like completely evil but it's just like how you were before you oh. lost your soul and how you are after is connected by like your core personality and i think that does work with sam like um <laughs> like he's a g- good hunter or whatever that's probably something that sam gross you know thing <laughs> Mm-hmm. Some girls are gonna be in our inbox like fuck you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Well, because Same it's like he's not acting out of character. He's just like <laughs> you've just like deleted certain character traits from his like playbook, I guess. Like it's just Ugh. You know, Rough. he's still like um, you know, he's good at kind of being bitchy. And like I, I love the implication, yeah. which I think it plays out a lot more in some future apps, like the implication that he is always kind of thinking these really like snarky, like um, sassy kind of comebacks and stuff, but is like 
oh, yeah. in control and they only kind of burst out at certain moments. Like, um, so I think that's, we've talked about Solar Sam a little bit and how like fun he is. Um, but yeah, I just thought, I just yeah. thought like the, when the alpha like notices that he doesn't have a soul, it's like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I do like, uh, you mentioned that he still has some traits. I like the implication that he's always manipulative. Because I do think that he is incredibly manipulative. And we all talk about how Dean loves to manipulate things. But we don't give Sam any credit for being a girl <laughs> we boss. We don't. Sometimes. We don't. So, he I just reads think the we room. should be fair. He, he, he reads the room so good. You know, yeah, he's trying to figure out what, like, would, you know how to get out of certain things like he is the one that often like is mediating when other people are fighting like he does have those mm. kind of manipulative things and he's fun. a legend for that i love him yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um one last thing that i want to talk about re souls yeah um mm-hmm. souls are what make you sleepy <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk oh about God. this. I was like, that's fun. I remember reading a National Geographic article when I was, like, way too young to understand anything about it that was like, we don't know why people need sleep. Brains need sleep. We just don't know why. And I was like, this is a fun interpretation, Supernatural. Because you, because your soul needs it. Because soul. Your souls are real and you need that's it. how your soul... But it's- that's what your soul needs. <laughs> it's really funny though, because like Cass checks him out physically, and he's like, he's fine physically. But it's like a human would not be fine physically if they didn't sleep. Um, yeah, because it does physiological <laughs> things, and like we know that it's not like like you said, Wait. it's not it's not it's not a mystery in that we can't measure the like things that happen in the effect. Like, it's, it's more just it, yeah. like why do we ever have to sleep ever? That's the mystery. Yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> I will say that. Um, I don't think he has maybe the best metric for what is physi- like physiologically fine, um, because he's always hanging out with those dudes and like it's all alcoholism and sleep sleep deprivation in there. So well, no, I, like Sam's like jacked as shit right now, and he's eating. That healthy. doesn't like, mean I he's healthy. If he did like a like a health test, I think he would go pretty well. Okay. Well, I'll let you have this one, but I want you to acknowledge that Jack does not mean healthy. No, of course, but I mean, like, you know... Thank you. I'm happy now. We can move on. I don't think he's unhealthy. And, like, we do see him look quite sickly um, at certain points in the series, and he's he's not got that gaunt, um, yeah, I like I'm that. dying... Yeah, me too. <laughs> he hasn't got that look. Um, he's looking <laughs> you're very You're sicko, full. Jess. That is... Just, you're yeah, a yeah. pervert. <laughs> uh, maybe so. You're nasty. <laughs> Sam is sweating and being filmed in a fishless lens camera, and Jess goes, "Hmm, interesting." I like that. <laughs> oh man! All right, Cassie. Let's whole talk about Crowley. Well, okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, wait, I just wanted to say, you can like, continue. Of course, Cassie's acting. It's like, I think Misha's doing a good job because it's like. I think if you're not watching it, like, with the foreknowledge, I think it does pass for, like, he's just doing Cass. And it's, like, it's obviously passing for Dean and Sam right now. Um, but I, I think there is, like, a certain look on his face sometimes where you can kind of <laughs> Panic. Like, oh, he's not being sincere. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think they did a good job of, like, towing that line um, and not making it completely, like, suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, um, he's not like evilly rubbing his hands together or anything, but he, I know what you mean. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but there's um, also like not nothing, which is good because like it, it doesn't feel completely retcon. I like him. Castiel? I like him very much. Yeah. Did you know this? Same. I like him. Me too. Agreed, actually. <laughs> Reblog. <laughs> Reblog. Um, I do want to say, though, that I think that Crowley also deserves some discussion on this episode. Because he got yep. promoted. He promoted himself. Like, last time we Wait, saw him... before we talk about Crowley... Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Um... I just want to talk about like the last scene with Cass where they're with oh, Samuel. Please. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Um first of all, just like the like <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Yeah. It's so goofy when they're just like <laughs> you're scr- you're like skinnier than I thought you were going to be and Cass is like actually I'm, I'm big. I'm actually I'm very big. big. <laughs> I'm actually quite yeah. big. So fuck you. <laughs> but I, I love the tone of voice when he says it. Like he's so he's so unimpressed by Samuel. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. still so matter of fact. He's not he's not being completely like aggressive. He's just like you don't even fucking know, mate. You don't know me. <laughs> he's like I'm actually and kind then... of a big deal as well as actually physically kind of big. So fuck you. <laughs> Um, sorry, you were like, saying, and then it just kills me this whole season how Cass keeps saying like I'm fighting a civil war, and nobody asks him like, "How are you doing? Do you need any help? Like, are you good? What's going on with you?" It's just like there's Cass will be like, "I'm in the middle of a civil war," and everybody's just like, "Hmm, what? Right, Did you say something?" <laughs> it's like, is anybody gonna react to this at any point or what? Yeah, and, like, I think, like, the... I think what they're trying to tell us is that, like, Dean especially is so stressed out by the Sam thing that it's, like, he doesn't have time... He doesn't have time to worry about it in the same way Cass is being, like, I don't have time to worry about this. Um, Mm. And I guess we're supposed to be, like, well, that's completely acceptable. But to me, I think, like, even if I was going through something like that, like, the thought of an actual apocalypse and all of these massive players, like... Raphael and just all of heaven I think every so often I'd be like maybe I should like sling cast a text and like ask how that's going like I'd think of it whereas it doesn't mm-hmm. like you said it doesn't yeah. seem to register and no one is kind of yet I just going, think you should keep tabs well, that's something we need to worry about as right. well <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's so oof and also he's your friend and he came to help you. Like, when he didn't have anything to gain, he came down and he, you know, put himself in a very vulnerable position, lost a lot of power to be there to help you to to, to join your cause. And you can't even be bothered to ask him how he's, his civil war is going or why he's fighting or what's going on. Fuck you. Do you guys know that, like, analogy, like, about, um, you know, you have to put your own, like, life vest on before you can put on someone else's or, like, um, oh, you, sure, have, yeah. you have your own cup of water and you can only kind of give if you still have some left in your cup, that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, 
Dean and Cass have cups. Sam doesn't have a cup. Sam doesn't get... We can't talk about <laughs> Sam in, a, in, a, in this kind of way right now because of his condition. But so, like, Dean has a cup. Souls are cups. Has a cup. This night. Dean's cup is just completely pouring into the Sam situation. And it is also a massive cup. But then it's basically empty, if you can picture this. And then Cass has a cup and it's full of water, except it's, like... In the same way as his true form, it is, like, the size of a Chrysler building in comparison. So <laughs> he is dealing with, like, thousands of fires right now plus this. And, like, yeah. all Dean is seeing is just these little bits of water that are coming over here to him. He's He's got no water left to, like, go back. Which I think, like you said, I think it's, it's a bit dumbfounding that that doesn't like get noticed more and it's just all in like retrospect of like oh okay yeah you know you and then like even okay we'll talk about this in the man who would be king obviously but like you know yeah the, like they imply like you know that they didn't realize that that's what was going on and it's more about the betrayal but it's like he's been telling you this whole time every single scene it's that we've insane. seen him in so far he reiterates that he's really stressed that he like has other things to be worrying about, like specific things, like especially um in the episode with like the Raphael and stuff that's really like explained. But yeah, they just don't have any capacity to understand that right now. Hmm. It makes it's me just, angry. I don't know. It's just like really annoying to me. How, yeah. Like every time Gas is like, I've got stuff to do, Dean is like, What do you mean you have stuff to do? And it's like He's, he's literally saying to you that he's in the middle of a civil war. Like, he's, like, he's not, like, lying or obfuscating or trying to, like, keep this off your plate. He's being actually incredibly straightforward. And Dean just, like, refuses to hear it. And it sucks. Yeah. And then, obviously, when <laughs> Cass is like, okay, well, I have stuff to do. And Dean is like, okay, well, you better, like fucking figure this shit out for me because he's like unbelievably rude and Cass yeah. just like comes back at him and he's so catty and he's just like of course your problems always come first I was like yeah get his ass yeah. he Dead is him. so fucking rude yeah. it's Ugh. mean it's just uncaring it's not even just rude it's 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 inconsiderate it's idiotic it doesn't make sense Bad and that's friend. why it makes me angry when he goes this guy goes, uh, in The Man Who Would Be King, he was like, oh, I was there. Where were you? And I'm like, he was fighting a civil war. He was trying to help you by not getting you involved. And you were putting a bunch of demands on him. That's why that episode is so tragic, though, because it's like, it's like, yeah, you, like, Cass fucked up initially by not, like, not, well, he was fucked up, help. but he, he could have asked for help. Yeah, but... He also is not used to that. And then Dean is also not used to being, like... Usually Dean is the only one with problems. Like, kind of. Like, uh, Cass and his problems so far have been, like, the same problems, kind of. Like, and then Mm. so he's not really understanding why Cass isn't also kind of, like, part of the team, the Save Sam team, 100%, because that's kind of been what's happened, especially the last season. Like, Cass was, Mm. like, part of their team. Um... But yeah, it is frustrating because it's like you just want to shake Dean and be like, what the hell? And he'd probably be like, shit, you're right. But it's like he is so blinded by what's happening with him. No, but season six is very anti-Destial. It's really bad in here. Mm. Season six is like, I do like it, though, because I really like Dean being like, 
uh, like we said, like he's totally at the end of his rope. Like mm. he's just like <laughs> he's like Sam is like being so fucking weird, and like Samuel, who he doesn't fucking like, is also there, and then Cass is not being, you know, the shoulder to cry on that he needs. And Dean's just like, <sighs> like he's just yeah. like every single thing is wrong and he just broke up with his girlfriend like it's yeah. not good <laughs> yeah like it's like not just that yeah. it's like his entire he 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 spent this whole year creating basically like another family or another support system that's gone mm-hmm. too so like it's like he literally he's like oh i tried that that's gone i think it's also really interesting like you said like destiel sucks in season six it's bad for hellers it's a Heller wasteland in here. It's bad. It's it's like fermenting the juices of their relationship and then in seasons seven, <laughs> eight, nine. <laughs> but it's also so good because like I feel like part of the reason that I love this season is that like Cass has like something to do. Really something right. to do. Big that agree. Separate yeah. from I know I was just complaining about this, but it is separate from the Winchesters. It would I would like it better if the Winchesters like pitched in and helped him for once, but you know, whatever. I didn't write this. <laughs> um Yeah. So that would be dope. Alternate s- season six. I don't know if it's just off the top of my head that like there's often I feel like there's often times in the future as well where like they do kind of split up to sort things out. And and it, it, I think it's almost at a certain point just like a scheduling thing of like, you know, we're only paying him for this many episodes or we can only yeah. afford him for this many episodes. And so it's, oh, Cass is off doing right. everything. Yeah. And it, it, it has weight, I think, in this season, which is good. Like you said, like he has his own thing going on. Um, and I think that's not always the case later on, um, even when they obviously become more enmeshed and like become more of a family unit, like all of Team Freebill, but yeah. Uh, it's... Why is no one listening mm. to him? Like, he, literally every second sentence, he's reiterating what's happening. It's so fun. He's like, I'm in a, I'm in a civil war, and they're like, but you're not helping me! And he's like, yeah, I'm in a civil war, and they're like, mm. and he's like, the civil war, and they're like, oh, but what about me? <laughs> <laughs> And it's so frustrating. It's I can't I can't grasp how I don't know. I I think there's a point where like Dean is like this is way too far above me for me to help. Like this is way above my pay grade. I can't get involved. I won't be able to actually do anything. Mm. But I think just like actually maybe listening to Cass would be a big big help. He does. We've talked about this before. He doesn't have any friends. I don't think he knows how to be a friend. Okay. Well, that's make, it's that, making like, me sadder. Thanks. Have a chat. It's great. Thank yeah. you. But that's the thing. I, I hate when people like have the kind of blanket statement of like, Dean is Dean sucks in season six. He he doesn't understand like Cass. Like it's all Dean's fault. Da 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 da. Whatever. And it's like, did you watch the rest of the season? Because like, a few things happened to Dean. <laughs> Some things are happening. I don't care. He should be nice to him. He should be nicer to him. <laughs> he should be, but he's not. And I get I I I like it. It's it's interesting, I think. It's like he's he sucks right now. Okay. It's fine. That's fair. He does suck. It's just funny how like how unengaged he is with Cass's stuff. Because I feel like like I mean he never asks, like, how is it going? 
Um, yeah. Mm. Which is, like, I do feel like in the future when Cass has, like, his own stuff going on, there's usually a conversation where Dean is like, so what's up with you, dude? And then they, like, talk about it. And then, like, people yeah. write fanfic where, like, and then after that they kiss. And there's not any of that. <laughs> there's no spots for them to kiss. Sarah Gamble, shut that put down. Yeah, it's like, um, I think also, I think what you touched on as well, like, I don't think, I don't think Dean thinks that he can do anything about what's yeah. happening. I think Dean genuinely, I don't think it's that. I think it's that Dean just, like, doesn't care. <gasps> Ouch! Why do you think he that? He doesn't ask because it doesn't even, well, like, occur to him to ask because he's, like, dealing with all this stuff. Like, mm. I do think Dean is self-centered in that way where he's just, like, I have to deal with, like, like this is my shit. And Cass is like, I'm in a civil war. And Dean is like, yeah, but I can't see it, so... It clearly isn't like enough to, mm. <laughs> for me to like get involved. Mm. Yikes! Well, I feel bad about that for him. Wow, and for all of them, actually, I would say, making me sad. Did we talk about Crowley? Um, just a little bit. I just want to say congratulations on the promotion. He's been waiting for it for you know like a couple of hundred years, and I think he earned it. Good for him. Well, I just, like, I'm thinking this is not really the place to talk about it in full because we will see it, um, but he becomes the king of hell because um, Ramiel, like, decides that he is, I guess. Like, he bestows that onto him. Ramiel just didn't want to deal with it. He was just like, I guess, can someone else? And then Crowley was like, more power? And then he was like, yes. And then they did that. Is it something to do with the cult? Or is that just, like, because that's also in that episode? I fully can't remember. I, I don't recall. I'm just not the type of yeah. person who knows. I just wanted to say, like, good for him on the promotion. Like, and also I think <laughs> it's very fun that he's, like, out there causing havoc. That's what he does. And I love it. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Did you, did you guys have something? We love to see him, like, put a member of this family in, like, a psychological torture chamber. Right. Like, he obviously... That's what he does. ...has a lot of power over Samuel right now, so which true. is fun. Yeah. Crowley didn't yell once. I felt like I had blue balls by the end of that scene. I was like, when is he going to do his signature, like, yelling? <laughs> Jess, I literally thought of you when that happened. I was like, because I was like, he's whispering so much, but he didn't really do the strong yell. Exactly. He's just, like, talking at, like, a normal volume. Yeah, and then occasionally, like, a little quieter. And then, like, at one point he goes, like, so. And he puts, like, a little sauce on it. He puts, like, a little volume into it. But there's no, like, signature Mark Shepard yelled line. There's no yell. I was like, this sucks. Mm. <laughs> I think this is, I mean, I feel like it was a really jazzphobic episode for that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It was. <laughs> I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about the blue balls. <laughs> thank you you're welcome I'm always here for you (laughs) (laughs) this is so funny I was like I want to talk about Crowley and you guys you went I hate that he didn't yell and I was like alright cool but you're right you're right men should never yell except for Mark Shepard who I will give a special dispensation of yelling to (laughs) for yelling because he does it in a very fun way like it's fun to listen to him yell Mm. Yeah. No, it's he's good. He has a great voice. He's allowed. So it's fun. Um, it's interesting that he like he, you know, says that he resurrected Samuel and Sam 
He's a little liar. I love it. Yeah, and it's just, it's, you can see the kind of wheels turning behind the scenes of, like, <laughs> do you think that, like, Cass, like, went to Crowley in that moment and was, like, they figured out Sam doesn't have a soul. Well, he didn't know, I guess. He didn't know Sam didn't have a soul, right? Yeah, he was, like, hey. Yeah, he didn't know. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we have a problem. So he's, like, tell, he's gone and told Crowley, yeah, and then so Crowley's kind of been on the lookout for this whole, like, alpha thing um because he would have got he would have like Cass would have known that as well right i think suppose the house at least you could just be doing that um creepy thing where he like says he's going away or whatever and he's just and like, he's there he is such a creep and i love him i'm a creep mm. that was about him i'm a weirdo what, was that? what the hell is he doing here what the hell is he doing here he doesn't no, belong here. You guys are getting silly. <laughs> he uh, does belong here, though. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying, what is he not doing here? Like, what is he? He should be here. Where is he? <laughs> he does <laughs> belong here. <laughs> oh man, we're really not doing good. I'm. I'm really out of it. This episode. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. No, me too. No, I literally, I think this episode has, like, bad energy. It is, like, radiating through us. It did something to me. (laughs) (laughs) I just, there was no Cass in there, and it got me. (laughs) The way that it, like, was so kind of cavalier about the deaths of the other hunters, and then, like, didn't, like, have all of the interesting characters in the scenes enough, and then, like... The stuff that was going on, I feel like, with Dean and Sam and Samuel also was, like, they were trying to hit these beats of, like, family, right? Mm. And it's, like, this kind of journey of Dean initially, like, dismissing it and then, come like, coming around more so than Sam does. Because mm. Sam's kind of just saying it, I feel like, out of obligation and, like, of what he knows of Dean. He's like, wow. You know, obligation? You know, his family or whatever. He's saying it out of manipulation. He has an agenda. He's doing what he wants. I trust him. I, I guess obligation isn't the... I mean, like, almost, like, routine. Yeah. He expects it yeah. to Dean, so he's, like, noticing that he's not... Um, but, yeah, I just feel nothing, because Samuel is boring. Whoopsie. Yep. Maybe he should have been less boring and we would have cared about him more. Just saying. He wasn't boring in the... Like, in, you know, 403. Like So, yeah, what happened? He was interesting back then. Why did they... How come? You know? And, like, he he could be, I said before, like, maybe, you know, he should be happier to be, like, resurrected. But, like, he could be more fucked up about being resurrected. <laughs> Just do something, you know? Yeah, like, Jess, you might be more of an expert on this. Like, I know that um your fave, Gideon the Knife, isn't that, isn't that about, like, necromancy and all this kind of stuff? There like, is some stuff involved in there. Couldn't he be a bit more, like, spooky? Couldn't he be spookier like, about uh, it? More creepy? And fun? Um, in, like, a fun way? Couldn't he be fun yeah, about it? Yeah, like, totally. I think he could be fun about it, but he chose not to. He's very, like, one note, and that note is, like, mean gym teacher. Like, there's no... Yes! Like, no, like, real humanity to him. You know what I mean? It's just, like, he's very just, like, whatever, you know? He's, like, kind of, like, yeah. the general of his people 
or whatever, and Dean doesn't like him. Yeah. And then we do get that one thing from Gwen where she's like, he always makes me, like, stay behind because I guess I remind him of his daughter. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of interesting. Like, could we maybe see something like that? But we're just, like, told that that's what she thinks is happening. But we don't get any of that emotion from him. Like, the only emotion that he ever gives is, like, maybe vaguely, sarcastically, like, wry. You know what I mean? He never yeah, is giving fair. any yeah. real emotion. There's nothing to connect to with him. Yeah. And that's, like, not yeah. enough. Like, every character on this show has that, like, energy in, this, in right. a certain way. Like, you know, random demon of the week will often have that energy. But it's, like, there should be more going on with him. Mm. And also, like, with Gwen and with Christian to a certain extent, I guess he got fleshed out, like, a bit more maybe when we first saw them like they have more conversations with mm. the boys ah, but, um, don't care about them like I, the only thing I ever think about Gwen is when she like um says that Dean has delicate features <laughs> for a hunter because I just love that um get his ass I was always like that was so wildly homophobic and for what that was a very weird vibe <laughs> no I don't think it's homophobic I don't I get what you mean but I think I always read it as like it's that weird it's it, like, it is homophobic, but it's that weird like <laughs> thing that the show does where they like allude to um, Dean and Sam being like good looking in certain ways. Yeah, and and then like the show is like it's gay to be yeah. good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the show can't decide like what <laughs> what that means. So it's like yeah, I don't think she's like being homophobic, but it's like it's it, adding to that list of kind of like reasons why Dean it feels is bad about his masculinity. It feels bad to me. I'm always I feel bad for him when she says that and I'm always like I would love to be a pretty boy. The supernatural writers room is like why are you as a man handsome to attract other men? Like <laughs> <laughs> It feels mean. I don't know. It was mean. I don't know. I don't know if it's... No, I think it's mean. I think it's mean, but I think it's funny because it's like, it's not real. It's not like someone's real... You know what I I, mean? Like, it's... Yeah, it is funny. She's being mean. It is a funny line, though. It's like, okay, why would you say that, though? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's an insane thing to say to somebody who's A, family, and B, you just met this guy. What do you... Yeah, that's a crazy thing to say. What do you gain from this? It did make me crack up, though, when she was like, you're making me stay behind with the reject. <laughs> I did laugh. Yeah. I laughed a little bit. That's, like, the extent of the personality they give her, really. Like, she, you know, I don't know, like, again, like, is it, is it the performance or is it just, like, they don't give her enough, like, character traits? I do, like... Oh, she's just, like, a nothing character. Yeah. I try to imagine, like, maybe if somebody else was, like in the role with the same lines like could it have worked but yeah i don't think it could have i think it what i find very funny is that she's immediately like sorry that was bad i shouldn't i'm sorry that was bad <laughs> about the reject line and i'm yeah. like it was really funny and you you weren't exactly wrong they don't want him here so technically when she said when she said reject i was like okay mean and then when she apologized i was like girl it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I'm just contrary. Yeah, well, that's fine. You can contain multitudes. Um, Thank you. Do you guys have any, like, general feelings on, like, the Campbells being involved at all? Like, I understand, obviously, Samuel, it's, like, this whole resurrection plot. But, like, to me, I don't like the idea of, like, these Campbells existing and the boys never have had any kind of family 
like I don't I don't like it in terms of it's upsetting and I also don't like it in terms of like it's just another thing like it's another pothole in the show the same way that we don't really know about John's mum you know we don't really know about like just like all these kind of things like um something that I think about is that like the comics and stuff which I'm pretty sure Andrew Dab uh, Andrew Dab and Daniel Laughlin like were involved in a lot I think that they, like, flesh out... Did they flesh out, like, that John... What is it? Like, John get killed someone in, in the Campbell family? Sorry? Or like, isn't that a whole thing? Oh, right. An uncle. This, this a rambling. brother of... I've heard of this. I can't remember. But I've I've heard of this. I've heard rumors. I do think it's crazy. I think the whole show is crazy, but, like... They just do whatever, and we're supposed to be fine with it. We're supposed to be like, I believe you. Like, no, I don't. I think you're a liar. I don't believe you. Well, it's such a... Yeah, it's such a core thing that these boys, like, don't have anyone, right? Like, that is just put in the show over and over again, and to just be like, oh, well, they actually have some third cousins who are also hunters. It's like, (laughs) that. that's... Like, (laughs) what? You know what I mean? Well, I feel like when... So, okay... So when, I think it's Sam is like, well, they're family, Dean. And Dean is like, they're not real family. And like the whole thing of like family is the only thing that matters, but only if you were one of the three people that rode in the Impala in 1985 or whatever. Like that is family. And then mm-hmm. everybody else is like mm-hmm. not family. That's it's like, interesting. Yeah. Which I don't disagree with really. Yeah. It's, like, it's just like, it's so sad to me. I'm like, oh. You, you're so fucked in the head. <laughs> it is sad, but it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't understand the narrative reason for them to be family. Like, it could have just been, like, a hunter network that, like, Samuel knew about, and he could be like, oh, you know, I tried to track down some of my friends, and I, you know, I found them and some of their kids. You know, why did it have to be these, like, third cousins and stuff like that? Because it, it's like, like you said, it opens up this kind of door to be like, oh, are they family family? And then it's like, no, they're not. They're just going to die and never be talked about ever again. <laughs> they're like, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. We'll literally say it doesn't count, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about it too much. Yeah. But they also, like, they have no, like, weight. Like, they I don't know what they're doing for the plot besides, like, they're kind of just, like, named NPCs. Like, they just are there, like, to kind of react. But it's like, why couldn't these just be random hunters? Like, what about them being family makes it different? And I don't really know what the answer is. That's, I mean, I think you've, that is pretty much the, the problem with the whole system, right? Like, they just threw a bunch of stuff at the wall and um, not all of it sticks. And that's the nature of Supernatural. Yeah. Speaking of the nature of Supernatural. Maybe it's a bit more obvious that, like, this family thing feels weird because we've just come off the bat of, like, the Adam stuff. And it's like, it was a big deal that they had, like, a blood relative. Yeah. And and this show's just like, yep, and they've actually got, like, ten other blood relatives, the Campbells. <laughs> they've just been over here this whole time. This whole life where the boys have been alone, they've been ha- left alone in motel rooms and stuff. They actually have this whole extended family that, like, probably had houses and shit. Um, yeah, but anyway, sorry, you go. <laughs> well, now that you said that, it makes me really angry because it makes me very sad because, like, John could have had them grow up. He had so many options. Bobby would have taken them in a heartbeat, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Um, 
But then he also had all of these other options. What a shithead. Not get into all that. Anyway, um, I was going to say earlier, speaking of the nature of Supernatural, the nature of Supernatural is that it takes a lot of time. And I think we've really illustrated that by talking so much. <laughs> this episode. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, and before I make you tell me what you hated and what you loved. I like that the alphabet vamp smells Sam and Dean. I like when the monsters in this universe are like creepy and do creepy stuff like that. Um, and Smelling. It's like, yeah, of course he can smell you. Like regular vamps can smell you and track you down. Like if you're just behind a door. <laughs> you didn't think. I love that when he was like, you can come out now. And they're like, whoa, he's really bad. <laughs> they're like, <gasps> <laughs> they're like, what? Um, it's very precious to me. I do think that it is yeah. funnier than it should be, the whole alpha vampire thing. Like, he is so... He's bringing so much in terms of presence, but then you also have, like, just the sheer hilarity of of that scene. That's great. Mm. Um, Purgatory being introduced, like, I didn't... I forgot it was in this episode. Hey, it was, like, obviously I was complaining about aspects of it before with, like, monsters and stuff, but, you know, it becomes a really big part of the show, I feel like. <laughs> um, it kind of gets, like, it's it's very important Boy. in like, season eight, but then, yeah, Is like, it, it ever? gets alluded to a lot, has a lot of lore. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. I can't wait. We're gonna be there so soon! <laughs> um, next year this time, oh my God. we will be discussing somebody very special to me, and I, I can't wait. Um... <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to tell me what your what's in what's in your salt mines do you have some salt to offer me this week um i love how we were complaining the whole time jess yeah i mean like we first like go ahead listen to the rest of the episode if you want the salt <laughs> um you got it yeah i feel like honestly i feel like we covered it this is a salty episode. All right, there you have Boring. it. Boring. Yeah. Um, how about you, Ella? Maybe it feels, yeah, like, I think it feels, like, especially worse to me that, because I feel like a lot of episodes we've talked about recently have been so good. Um, like, the the last run of season five and, and even just the last two episodes we've just really enjoyed, I feel like. And this is just, like, how could an episode with so many awesome like concepts mm-hmm. and characters and even like conversations still like not feel great? Um, I don't really understand. Like that's my salt mine. Like why doesn't it feel good? I should I should love this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like like obviously not enough cast, but like the cast we get is great. The monster lore is interesting. Like <laughs> you know, the, the, there's brother drama. There's Crowley. These are all things like I like I enjoy out of the show, um, but it doesn't like lift the rest of the episode. I guess. <laughs> what about you, Elsa? Well, I don't like, and and this is, I just I I dislike this Dean a lot. Um, I hate how he he treats Sam. I hate that he walks into the joint like he knows everything, and then turns out to be right. I hate when the show like validates him when he does shit like that when the show is like that's right that's our guy he is always correct and it's like he's 
so often making the weirdest, most random call, and you decide to make that true as the writers. So yeah, I just don't know about it. Um, I just don't like when he... <laughs> this is going to sound bad. I don't like when he gets to have no consequences for things. And I mean, he doesn't truly have no consequences, but I feel like beating up your brother because he doesn't have a soul and he didn't tell you because he doesn't have a soul and you he knew you would be weird about it. I feel like that's fucked up. I don't think that was okay. Yeah, but I, th- I think the beating was also for letting him get turned into a vampire. I understand like, that part. Because remember, remember it, like how they have that conversation and he's like, you know, yeah. he, like Sam lies and says like da-da-da. So it's like and he just said to the um, God, like, you know, I trust my brother or whatever. So it's like, it, it was because of that as well. It wasn't just the no soul thing. Right. But I, here's the thing, still didn't love it. I still don't like it. It's, yeah. I, I, I don't like any, I don't like anything that like hints at and or perpetuates the the cycle of, like, abuse in the Winchester family, like, it's really very, very prevalent in the show. And it's something that Dean says he doesn't want. Like, he doesn't want to be like John. Which is what makes it so hilarious that in this one he goes, we can't trust Samuel, he's not dad. Yeah. That was a fucked up thing for him to say. (laughs) I was like, because I'm, like, rusty on the John stuff, obviously, but I feel like Samuel is behaving in pretty much exactly the same way that John did. No, like, <laughs> yeah, and also like Dean is as well. Like he, the way he's like trying to control Sam, like it's very reminiscent of when John rocks up in season one and he's like, "This is what we're doing, boys." Like I'm in control of the like I'm in control of the plot, you know. Like <laughs> follow me. And he's Dean's like, also I doing wrote that. The and schedule. I think it does track, though. It's my itinerary you know, like, like, and my car. <laughs> you know, like how your fight or flight response is like so intrinsic. Your what like, or what response? Your fight or flight. Sounds like you said fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your I did. Fuck or oh, I, I have friends on though, so maybe I didn't. That's cats. Your fuck or fight. <laughs> Sometimes it's both for him. He's like, okay, I sorry. will, and then leave. Um. <laughs> but yeah, you know how like your fight or flight response is really intrinsic and it's like often um something that is developed like when you're really little and it's really hard as an adult to like unlearn those patterns because it's it's like something that's happening in your body. Mm. And uh, yeah, like I think when something is like ha- happening to both of them, um like that just comes out like and so it, I do enjoy it, but it does suck as well. Like it's 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 hard to watch. The, the beating up is terrible. Like, I think the show as well, like, I don't think the show ever gives, like, physical violence the weight that it has in the real world. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. I know it's because it's, like, a show, but... I mean, that's, yeah. like, all TV shows, though. You know, like, violence yeah. is used yeah. as an emotional shorthand. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I Violence as an emotional shorthand, I get, but, like, parental and, like, familial violence... I don't know. I, I've been close to people who have been through that. And so it's hard to like watch these shows. And I can't imagine what it is like to, to watch this as a person who's been through that shit. Because I just remember all these mm. stories of people being like choked by their mom. And I'm like, y- you know, like 
yeah yeah it's like these are the people that you're supposed to be able to trust and that like necessarily yeah like destroys any kind of trust that you can have in this person or ability to just like feel safe around them right and ability to trust yourself often because because oftentimes these people will talk about well oh i wasn't a good victim either uh like i fought back or i was mean to or i aggravated them on purpose and they will talk about stuff like I don't know, like being really scared to have kids one day for fear of perpetuating a cycle like this because their grandparents were also abusive. And and it's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this shit plays out in real time and they don't they don't think about it because it, it I don't know. It's just it's it's a really Supernatural has an accidentally very compelling narrative about parental abuse. Mm. Um well, I, you said accidentally, and I don't even think it's accidentally. Like, I think it is built in. I think Kripke just almost didn't realize the weight of what he was insinuating. Because of his age and his demographic, he's kind of like, you know, yeah, dads are like this, right? And everyone was like, no. No, what I mean by accidentally isn't <laughs> yeah. isn't that. I mean that it they accidentally did a really complex job. Like, I know that a lot mm. of, like, we're supposed to think it's fucked up. But they accidentally, because sometimes they say, like, really admiring things and because they sometimes lapse and like they accidentally have a very very complex representation of what it's like to to be a victim of abuse yeah yeah right because it's not it's not perfect yeah, yeah because yeah, all the writers have such yeah. different takes it's very funny that they I did think there's that also like a thing of like for people who haven't experienced that kind of abuse or like yeah have somebody in their life that's experienced it you kind of get the feeling that, like, well, that doesn't really happen to people. It's something that happens, like, on TV and in books right. and stuff like that. exactly. And yeah. if you have nothing to anchor yeah. it in yeah. the real world and you only think that it's something that, like, happens in TV and movies and stuff like that, it becomes, like, this fictional thing. And so you lose, like, the groundedness. And I think that's what happens in Supernatural is that they, like, put these things yes. in because, yeah, it makes sense. But they're not really relating it to, like, a real world thing. I think also this is kind of what happens with, like, just like stick with me okay just like follow me on this ride but Mm -hmm. this is something that i feel like is happening with with you um harry potter which is like for a little while like before before it was like we need to like leave harry potter behind when people are like getting really into re-going over the books like as adults and being like what the fuck and like people would talk a lot about the abuse that harry suffered with the Dursleys because Mm -hmm. he was like starved and neglected like beaten and like has this like really horrific childhood Mm -hmm. if you consider him as like if you do that to a real child but to me it was very much just like she was giving him this kind of like Dickensian orphan upbringing or whatever um and then like because it's something that she obviously was writing Harry Potter as like this stuff wouldn't happen to a real child except for that obviously it does happen to real children because people do suffer abuse in real life yeah yeah so there's yeah. just like this kind of disconnect that happens when it's like the writer, the creator of the character is like, this is just like whatever. And then you have, you come along later and you look at it like from the perspective of somebody who like has experienced something like this in real life mm. or like whatever. And it gives it a really different weight mm. if you come at it from like these two different perspectives. Yeah. And like you said, like it's the disconnect. Like there's I feel like there is times in the show where like obviously even though it's T V violence, like you said, it's not, you know, mm. realistic, it feels like it um it still feels like real. Like, um I, the, just the first one I can think of is when 
um, Dean and Sam like have a big fist fight at the end of season mm. four. Oh and yeah, and they're like fighting each other. Yeah, and and eventually, obviously, like I think it's like Sam overpowers because he's like stronger, right? Like is that? Yeah, but he. Like, that almost feels more grounded because it's, like, I can believe siblings having a fist fight is something that mm-hmm. would happen. And it's it's not necessarily, like, co-signing abuse or whatever. It's just, no, this is a real thing that happens to people. People have physical fights with people. Yeah. Humans do this. Um, whereas, like, the beatdown of Sam last episode, while it's 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 being used to demonstrate, oh, look how upset Dean is. You know, he's so, like, he, it, you know, it's, like, for all these plot reasons, but it doesn't actually feel like it's a necessary thing to me as well. Like, I don't know. I think, it's like you said, I think it's completely subjective as well because, like, some people view certain relationships on this show as abusive, like, from the go and don't see that, like, um, I think, Ilsa, I think you and me have talked about this before, mm. like, people who say, like, oh, Dean abused Sam. And it's, like... This is a TV show <laughs> where where these characters go through life-threatening and, like, extremely stressful situations. Like, you can't act like they're two people that you know, like, who live down the road. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't talk about, like, real-world abuse in the same way um, because it's not the same universe. This is a different universe. That is so interesting. I think that's kind of what I'm doing with this. And that's probably why it upsets me so much. Is like seeing him just like... No, and it's fine. It's fine. Because, yeah, you, you just bring hurt him real to bad. The, you know, the media that you consume. Yeah, so it's, it is fine. But I think that's just... It's interesting how that perspective changes. Because obviously in the writer's room, none of them were thinking about implications of certain things right well, like that's why we get so many problematic things in the run of the show and also so because, many gay things you know there's only a certain amount of people working on it who like have to read it and check it and that's you know that's why any media can be problematic because it's or gay. like yeah i mean it's yeah. all about implications right um and i think you make a fair point yeah. and thank you guys for hearing me out on this but it really it does upset me like viscerally to see <laughs> especially dean enact physical violence on the people he loves of course yeah 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 especially when he's so explicitly a victim at the start i feel like to me yes it's not it's not even just like oh it's an interpretation i think the show is trying to tell you that read the it's yeah to to fans of of dean read the the sheila o'malley um (laughs) twenty thousand word essay on I think it's on Dead Man's Blood, where she I talks would, like, about try to what read she calls Sheila the Impala. Oh, and I was like, how fucking long is this? <laughs> she goes into I've it. That's tried. on one episode. I want to crawl inside her brain. There's stuff going on in there. I don't. Um, I see people anyway. reference her all the time, and I'm just like, I don't know if I have time to get into this Sheila lore. Like, no, like I read like five of them, and I was like, I, I could only do this unemployed. Let's talk about what you guys liked. Oh, sorry. I know this is like wildly off topic, but how many words is DTA? I was about to. I would knew um, we were gonna like ask one point two something million. Gotcha. Have we that considered so that perhaps she loves Mally? You saying because I have time? Um, no, actually, because I'm reading Wheel of Time right now, and on the Wikipedia for that, they have the word counts for each of the books, and I was like, oh, I wonder how this compares to uh, Popular down to Agincourt because it's like the that's like another long fucking how thing. does it compare it's quite Sorry? big isn't it how does it compare like do you know how many the entire series is four million words 
Jesus. Right, yeah. I thought it was yeah. really big. So I think I've read about a million by this point. 300,000 plus... Yeah. 267,000 plus 251,000 plus 393,000. So I think that's close to a million. I'm not doing math. Cool. I was about to be like, you can calculate that if you want, and I love you. <laughs> but I'm not doing I that. I just put it into a calculator. Um, thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of numbers that you just said. Can we can we get on the train of things that, that people liked? I know you like Wheel of Time, so let's talk about stuff that you like. In Supernatural. <laughs> That's not a smooth um, segue, but please pretend it was. I like, that was a really good segue and I like it. Um, <laughs> I you. mean, I have to do a two-sided heart locket because I can't have my heart locket not be yeah. cast, but like, put that alpha vampire into my heart locket post-haste. Mm-hmm. I love this mm-hmm. guy. Um, He's pretty funny. I know I said it in the, <laughs> in our Discord, but like, he is so fucking cool. I cannot believe that they killed him. Like, that they will kill him in this season. They introduced yeah. him. They introduced this amazing character. They give him this awesome scene where I was like, couldn't tear my eyes away from the from the screen. And then, uh, and then they're like, and anyway, uh, kill him. What? Don't <laughs> don't kill him. He's so great. Yeah. He's really um, cool. I don't even remember why he dies. Like, is it even for a reason? No, they need his because he's the alpha vampire. Oh, never mind. I totally forgot. Or to open purgatory or something like that. They need like his blood for something. You don't have to kill somebody for that. They need blood all the time. It always comes back to fluids with these guys. They're obsessed (laughs) with juices. I'm I'm isolating those clips. That was terrible. I hate you guys. It was awesome. Thank you. Um, and then my other side of the heart locket is just Cass lying his ass off. Um, although I actually don't know if he's lying his ass off. Like he clearly knows something's wrong with Sam. I don't know if he knows before this that Sam is soulless, but like the fact that he's just like, we don't know who saved him. I don't know anything about this. This is so crazy. Wow. This Mm -hmm. is insane. Things are really out of hand. Anyway, gotta go. Bye. Bye. Off the top really of my good. head, I think he reiterates to Sam in The Man Who Would Be King that he didn't know. But it is, like, it's not really clear whether he is just finding out literally now or he had suspicions before this. All right, because Sam asked if he did it on purpose. It yeah. yeah. And then he's, like, he's shocked. He's like, of course I didn't. Which is, like, oh, Out of a, an episode that has a lot of moments that make you, like, clutch your chest. It's, like, that little conversation. It's, like, It's, like, no, yowie, that like, hurts. <laughs> Like, like it was Sam bad, and then like Cass is like, "You would think that, yeah." And then Sam was like, "Duh, of course I would think that. Everything sucks for me all the time. Are you insane?" <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I just think he's fun. Um, Jess, mine is exactly the same. Like, <laughs> I was about yeah. to ask like Ella. Said, Ella, speak to me on on what same. you're feeling. It's the exact same. Yeah. Um okay. I would say it's not necessarily maybe just Cass lying, but it's um the the energy he's bringing like he <laughs> the way he speaks, the way he speaks to them, the like the cries the building line, like that's a classic um 
yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it, it's fun as well. Like I feel like maybe this is the first time. This is the first time we know that like their true forms are like big. Is that something that we haven't found out before? Yeah, I don't. Well, think yeah, really I think that. that's. Mm. That oh well, right. yeah. no, because Cass does say that it would be hard. It was hard for him to find a vessel. No, that's a deleted scene, yeah. isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Whatever. I can't recall. A- anyway. Whatever. Who cares? It's just a show. It's not ah. like. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, um, I think that like because we watch episode by episode, um, some of these like core law things are hard to keep track of because they're either like. And now we're at this point where they're either two seasons ago, so they're so many episodes ago for us, or they are, like, brought up in other episodes by other people. Um, and I think... The the answers are always in the Supernatural wiki, I think, but um, <laughs> I also if we're ever, like, shows way like this, off... They don't necessarily want you to have, like, an episodic <laughs> knowledge of the lore. Like, yes, they because then be there will of, like, be stuff. And, like, that's why their assholes will, will work, because, like, when the show was airing, it was week by week, and like people were just like there was no like binging or anything like that. So yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes like Supernatural is like, listen, you don't need to just trust us. Just trust don't me. Don't worry okay? about it. Just stick with me on this. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're right. She's she's usually right. You? It's very annoying. Heart locket. <laughs> <sighs> My heart locket specifically, <laughs> I would have to say. Um, is Cass being bitchy? Um, not lying mm-hmm. only, but specifically him being mean about um, Dean's problems always coming first. I, I love it. that. I would like for him to say more stuff like that. He's like, well, I'm about to be sarcastic because fuck you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just had a thought. It's like, it's not just that, like, um, like, Cass isn't kind of being bitchy just because Dean is kind of, you know, calling him and, you know, going on and on about this Sam thing. It's also, like, from Cass's perspective, which obviously we find out later, like, how, when, when he, he's, like, watching him rake leaves, it's yeah. like Cass has already been worrying about Dean this whole time, whereas to Dean, he doesn't know that. And, like, I don't think he'll ever know. He, does he ever find out about the, <laughs> the regular situation? I don't think he does. Um, I think you're right. There's no leaf. I hate this he show. doesn't know that. He doesn't know about it? He doesn't understand that's what was happening? Oh, I don't like it. Here yeah, right. Anymore. Because, like, yeah, because, like, from go. Dean's perspective, he's, like, going this off this place conversation. Is Cass has this whole <laughs> law of, yeah, the last year. <laughs> Sorry, I just I just thought of that. that I think sad. it's sick in here. I think that's what's going on. It's making us sicker <laughs> to be here. <laughs> oh man. Well, is that is there anything else? Any last words before we we exit this episode? Um, I don't know about this episode, but should we mention on the mic that like the next few episodes might be a bit sporadic, depending uh, on we should recording. So guys, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> Audience, listeners, hey. <laughs> um, this might be strange to you guys, but even though we have a cast podcast, we have lives as well. Now, hold your horses. It's not all of us. <laughs> Some of us are house sitting, okay? 
that's a lie. <laughs> Others are going to... Can I say where you're going? Or yeah, you, what are they going to do? I don't know. What, I just don't want to... What's going to happen? <laughs> They're going to come find you. Um, some of us are going to Vietnam for a holiday, which is going to be dope. And some of us are just really jealous. Um... <laughs> but yeah, so depending on how much we re- we're, we're not that ahead. So depending on how much we record, we might like either have weeks that we skip or like the episodes might be stretched out. But I don't like not releasing episodes at least around a Thursday. Sometimes, you know, for reasons they're maybe closer to what some would call a Friday. Um, but it's really very subjective depending depending on where you live in the world. So it's it's just very subjective. yeah, because like there's time, you know, there's time, time zones, zones and like. You've heard of this. I'm sure you have. It goes backwards. It goes forwards. It doesn't... Um, Truly, none of it's real, if you think about it. uh Uh-huh. It's all a construct. (laughs) Any day could be a Thursday if you think about it. Yeah. Especially to an editor. Especially to somebody who edits audio. It could very Mm. much be a different day. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. The concept of time warps when you're in that editing space. And sometimes you think things could maybe take you three hours and they take you longer than that. It's more than that. The day that our podcast comes out is a Thursday. Like that's what makes it Thursday. It's You fixed it. You fixed it. it. Like, you just made me feel so, so okay, much better. Everybody, Thank you. If you're listening to our, our podcast, it's a Thursday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some so some true. weeks simply don't have Thursdays. Happy and you Thursday. have to get Thursday, used to it. Everybody. Happy Thursday, by the way. I think that's about all we need. All you guys need to know. Um, some of the other stuff you, got, you might need to know is that if you would like to send us a really long message anonymously or, or otherwise... Um, you can shoot us a DM or, or tweet at us on Twitter where we are the cast We are also at the cast on Tumblr and our Gmail is the cast Sorry. The cast at gmail.com. The cast almost, I almost got American. It got very scary. Sounding pretty American to me. <laughs> it got very scary. I might move. I need to move so I fit in. But yeah, so just like hit us up there. We love you, and goodbye. <laughs> Happy Thursday. <laughs> Happy love Thursday. you. Love you. Bye. Yes. <laughs> hey, let's do the deep breath. Let's do the deep breath right okay. now, as a group, <laughs> as a trio. Craig, you do it too, or else. I feel better. I I I think I that one. worked. Yeah, I did one. Um, Craig, I didn't hear you do one, which is a little problematic, but it's okay. Does Craig if you don't want to be a team player. Well, no, he's a robot. He just needs to like circulate his fans or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> the team. <laughs> We can do it. Guys, we can do it. We have, we know how to do it. We've done it before. Okay. <laughs> I want Good that in do happen, Dean. Good things do happen.